Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. More competition for more. <laughs> Why is there smoke coming out of your oven, Seymour? Can you get me a fizzy orange? I'm just getting to yoga. Yeah, well, hello there. You probably didn't expect to hear our voice. I'm Emma Doran, one of the hosts of Telebox. Let me introduce my lovely co-host, the wonderful Jen Hatton. Hiya, Jen. Hiya, Emma. Now, what is Telebox, you might be asking? Telebox is a TV podcast that Emma and I have been making, and we want to share some of the best bits with you, the Strawberry Alarm Clock podcast listeners. That's right. Here chats with the likes of Des Bishop, Joanne McNally, Jason Byrne, and plenty more along the way. Now, before we hear from this episode's comedian extraordinaire, we want to say a huge thank you to the sponsors of Telebox, Justy, for delivering this podcast. Just Eat have over 40 cuisines and 3,000 restaurants to choose from, all from the simple tap of an app. So don't leave yourself short during these TV nights in over lockdown and grab something you love to munch on from your local takeaway. This week, I'm very excited to announce we are joined by comedian extraordinaire, dancing with the stars legend, Fred Cook. Also, hello, Jen. Hello, Emma. How are you, Fred? Thanks for coming on. Oh, so it's great to see us. Delighted to so, see you. Uh, and I'm, I'm quite new to these Zoom things, you know what I mean? I, I was one of those people who purposely didn't do any online stuff, you know what I mean? But I have a lot of heart for you guys, so I said, let's, let's give this one a shot. Ah, <laughs> uh, we're honoured. Yeah. We're honoured. Thank you so much. <laughs> How is lockdown 2.0 gone with the baby? Just... Oh, yeah, it's great. Like, uh, we were actually kind of lucky in a way that, uh, you know, like, I guess many parents wouldn't, but with lockdown, we got to, got to spend any amount of time with Ted, which is yeah. lovely, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, uh, I was actually, I sent it to Eric Lawler, uh, you know, a, a good mutual friend, but I was saying, as long as I never have to do the leave with her again, I can cope with anything. As long as I don't have to sit down for three hours, you know, every day, like, and not know what I have to write. You know, <laughs> and I do can, an English exam. Fine. You yeah. can put anything, a doctor can give me any news, I don't mind, whatever, I can, it's fine. Yeah. So lockdown's been, lockdown's been lovely, but I can't wait to get back in the road. Oh, can, n- neither can I, neither can I. Yeah, We're all yeah. in the same boat. So you've come to us this week with a show that you want to talk about. What is that show? The show is Baywatch. I love it. So, I feel like we have yeah, to start singing yeah. the theme song straight away, but tell us <laughs> about yourself before we do I'll, that. I'll do, the, I'll do the effect, shall I? I get it. Can I get my guitar? Uh, can we edit that in? Yeah, do. Do it. One second, I'll be back in a second. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I should have told her this. So maybe I could sing the song. It doesn't work. One sec, one sec. Okay. Oh, I love it. It's going to hassle half his way through the episode. I love it. Sorry about that. Oh, okay. he's back. Okay. I'm so excited. We're waiting. Let's join in. I'll be there. I'll be there. Whenever you need. Oh, don't you be. I'll be there. So what's the show? What's the show you're doing again, Fred? (laughs) (laughs) I'll be there for you. Okay, Baywatch, Baywatch. I found out today that, uh, uh, just looking into it, that uh, Peter Gutierrez wrote the original song for Baywatch, but they didn't use it. Do you remember Peter Gutierrez? He was the guy who who sang The Glory of Love for The Karate Kid. The guy who sang... I'll be your man who will fight for your yeah. honor. Why did I think that? I thought that was song. Michael Bolton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could see what you yeah, want, yeah, yeah. though. Yeah. Oh, so he's like but a he pro did. at writing these, ki- these types of songs. Exactly. Yeah. Well, exactly, because when you hear the song, uh, the song Peter Gutierrez wrote, it's called Save Me. And uh, it's just like the Baywatch song. It's like they've almost used the same lyrics, only differently. Like, yeah. I'm standing on the beach and you need somebody. <laughs> it's, like, it's almost like if I was Peter Gutierrez, I'd be very pissed off with David Hasselhoff because he practically just took his song and made it a bit different. Yeah. You know, it's like the original Baywatch without that iconic piano riff. You know, all that yeah. kind of stuff. So, uh, that was the essence of Baywatch, wasn't it? It was the... Oh, at the start yeah, and then you yeah, have the yeah. little piano riff coming in and then you see Pamela and Hasselhoff pelting yeah, it up the, yeah. the beach looking all beautiful oh it was amazing and it was so kind of uh, dad got annoyed at me once because I remember watching it with dad now and I was watching it with him and dad wasn't dad was very unfazed by the whole thing and slightly annoyed because it seemed a bit vacuous and it wasn't realistic do you know what I mean like and I guess as a uh, uh, coming, in, uh, coming into my teens, I guess he wanted me to have a realistic <laughs> look on <in> life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so for me to be looking at Baywatch beside him, and I said to him, I've been listening to bullshit lads he saying to me in secondary school, and I actually said to Dad, Dad, there's places in the world where that exists, where women like that exist. And it's one of the first times they ever gave out to me, he goes, nowhere in the world exists like that. It's not natural in the first place. You know what I mean? You have to accept all bodies and stuff like this. Yeah. Do you know, but for me, I... I went to an all boys boarding school in Cavan. <laughs> so we'd know, like, women. I guess, you'd know women. communication with women. We did. We had a nun, Sister Rosario. <laughs> she was our only, she was our only community and a, and a beautiful religion teacher, you know, who was looking back, she was like 24, like we were 17, 18. You know what I mean? Oh, we talk, okay, God, she's yeah. like, she goes to Dublin on her own. <laughs> she's amazing, yeah. right? And, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like she's just a whole, we're matching our independent lifestyle and all this. And, uh, but every Saturday, Baywatch came on Irish TV at a quarter past five every Saturday. And uh, so we had studied from half five to half six. But at a quarter past five every Saturday, religiously, you'd have, <laughs> you'd have a, over 200 lads in a room looking at the one telly, like a 90s TV that goes right back. And uh, that moment that, uh, Pam Landerson, you remember that side profile as he, as, as Jen was just talking about that side profile when you see her with the ring boy yeah. and she's just smiling and chaos 
erupted like hormonal chaos. Like we didn't know how to channel it. <laughs> Lots were picking up like seats and throwing them against the wall. Like, what do I do? How do I handle such a sexy woman? Do you know what I mean? Like so, it was uh, so we were just going mad. But the thing is, we needed to be in the study hall for half five. So because of that, we only had 15 minutes of Baywatch. And what happened was, uh, as you probably know, with the start of every Baywatch is that you'd have this music video. You had this music video, which would go on for 10 minutes before the actual narrative would kick off. And it was just someone walking along the beach or something like that. And mm-hmm. uh, with the waves clashing against the rocks. And we're like, <laughs> we're all going, fuck this. Bring back, bring back Pamela. Bring back Pamela, you know. So it was just, uh, I guess it was an exciting time for any, for any young man uh, mm-hmm. in, in the early 90s to have Baywatch. Like, and was it, all, was it all about Pammy for you? Or was there other characters in the show? Well, I had early uh, Erica Linka, who was Shawnee from Baywatch. Do you remember her? Yeah. And I guess she was the first time I witnessed someone who went, oh my God. Now it was, it was very on the face level of beauty. You know what I mean? Like, but just, you know, like just, just as far as her curves and stuff like that, I was like, my God, she's astounding, you know? And, and, uh, and then you had that movie uh, where Eric Alinka with Shawnee from Baywatch, they went, they went on a trip. And that's when uh, Pam Anderson was introduced uh, to, uh, to Baywatch. It was the first movie. It's actually mm. the first Baywatch, the movie. And uh, and so it was, uh, so yeah, it was it was all that. Now I went on to become a lifeguard myself <laughs> in Tales County Mead. <laughs> I love it. Right. So <laughs> so you can imagine <laughs> you can imagine the the aspirations I had <laughs> as a lad as a lad from Tales County Mead. Do you know, it was yeah. less, you were really it sticking was it to your dad with that one, weren't you? You were just like, no, I'll be a lifeguard now. It's like that. Oh, wait. Is, there, is there a local swimming pool in Kells? Is there? There is, yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a, my mom worked in it for over nearly 40 years. Right. So it literally, it literally, the water of the swimming pool, you know, fed our family. Yeah. And, uh, so, and that's why I became a lifeguard as well. But I did all the exams. Like, it wasn't like nepotism or anything like that. So I, yeah. I did a lot of Ryan on it. I did all the work you have to do to get there. And uh, <laughs> I didn't just fall into being a lifeguard because I watched Baywatch. And, uh, but, you know, it was less Eddie from Baywatch, more Eddie from secondary school. <laughs> He's the bully and stuff like that. Like, I often felt, you know... Uh, at least when I talk about dad and dad telling me that a life like Baywatch in the beach of California, Hawaii doesn't exist. You know what I mean? And there's a reality <laughs> and there are responsibilities to lifeguards. Do you know what I mean? Around the world. At least I realized that when I became a lifeguard myself. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, like little things. Like I remember like, like the main thing I learned as a lifeguard was that if you have to save somebody, uh, if someone's in trouble, like you have to, this is the first thing, and you, it's the main thing you learn in any health and safety is if you have to save somebody, uh, you know, you have to assess the hazards. You can't be putting your own life at risk. This is the thing you have to do. So like, you know, and you could see it, you could see it with Mitch Buchanan on the beach, you know, or, or you know, they'd always looked left and right before they grabbed the ring boy and ran. Now for me on the deck of Kel's swimming pool, it was just the same. Caramel <laughs> <laughs> you know, lies. You'd have a young lad from Navin in the deep end screaming because he can't <laughs> swim. And, uh, <laughs> and I, I, I'd have to, for me, for me assessing the hazards, I had to drop my coffee. Stay there! Stay there! Stay there! <laughs> and I'd, I'd, 
I'd just put the coffee aside so it wouldn't spill. And then I'd, you know, you'd never jump into the pool. There's no, in a 50 meter swimming pool, unless I've gone down, you're not going in. You know what I mean? Like you can see them as well. So you just, you're literally just throw, uh, you just throw whatever you can, inflatable stuff to get them out there. <laughs> a pool noodle, here, grab this. <laughs> Absolutely, that's the thing. Well, that's the thing. That's what, that's, sometimes, uh, I guess, they just need a voice in a swimming pool. If someone is drowning, not drowning, but panicking. It's panic yes. and panic leads to drowning, I guess. So <laughs> I've seen it. I've done it myself. Uh, like, especially with teenagers, early teenagers who would have summer schools. Like the Dublin bus had this thing where uh, they'd have, I guess you call them city kids who were slightly underprivileged, you know what I mean? And they'd get in a Dublin bus <laughs> and go to Kell swimming pool for three hours and it caused chaos. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You'd get those 11-year-olds, 10-year-olds who had more confidence than a realistic foundation of what they can achieve themselves. And they'd jump right into the deep end with no fear and then realise that they can't swim or halfway and you'd often say to a child like that who's panicking you just go just kick your legs kick your legs you're fine just kick your legs mm. all of a sudden they're like whoa i can't believe i was worried all this time you know what i mean <laughs> you just needed someone to say that to them you know what i mean a, yeah. like a, a palpable connection but, how many lives have you saved fred uh I've, i'd say i've in my years working as a lifeguard now i've worked for a lifeguard for a good five to six years because i did it through college yeah. and i did it uh, a year after i uh, graduated from college. <laughs> I graduated from UCD with a music degree, and for a year and a half after that, I worked as a, as a lifeguard in the David Lloyd Centre in Clonski. Like, so that's how much I love lifeguarding. Jack of and, all trades. Exactly, yeah, yeah. But, but, uh, Fred, you know, what is Baywatch even about? Uh, well, that's the thing. I think when it came in 89, it didn't work. It actually came in 89, and then it was, it was David Hasselhoff who decided to co-produce it around 90, okay. I think it was 91, 92. And he says, okay, I think I know where it's going wrong here. I think what Baywatch was about was just <laughs> surviving physically and emotionally. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I think uh, some of the narratives in Baywatch uh, were quite good. And I'll honestly say that, you know what I mean? I think they were, they were brave enough in ways. I remember one episode and I was, this is the early 90s now, Freddie Mercury just passed away, it was November. And maybe it was the year after that, they had a scene where Caroline, one of the lifeguards, went into the uh, water to take this guy out. His name was Ron. I'll never forget this episode. And, uh, and uh, she was giving him out to my uh, resuscitation, but he was bleeding. And then uh, one of the other lifeguards, seen it, he had a necklace on his uh, wrist. And he goes, oh, he's, uh, he's got AIDS. That, that, oh. uh, he's got AIDS. And it was all oh, just kind of panic and worry. And she had to get tested and she was fine and all this. But it was one of the first times because uh, for, for popular TV, <laughs> people wouldn't touch it. <laughs> wouldn't go yeah, near like, yeah, that. You're time. joking with me, you know what I mean? And then, then you seen someone like Baywatch do it. At the time, I was like, oh, this, it scared the fuck out of me. Do you know what I mean? I was like, oh, my word. Do you know what I mean? I was, I was afraid to kiss anyone. Do you know? Because mm. maybe two years, three years after that, I was probably starting to shift myself. <laughs> and uh, so, so uh, but I do remember that. You know what I mean? So credits were credits too. There was that stuff as well. There was another episode as well. I remember Eddie. Do you remember Eddie? He was kind of uh, Shawnee's boyfriend. And this is early Baywatch. Okay. And uh, he was catfished. He was waiting on a date. There was this really sexy voice kind of seductive, uh, sultry voice. And then when she arrives in, he's not what he thought she was when they met each other on the date. And uh, like, so it was the first time, you know, catfishing was ever addressed. Yeah, <laughs> Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like well before, well, the internet hadn't really started then. 
But you know what I mean? They were, they were clever uh, with some of their narratives because of stuff like that. It was also nine seasons. They had nine seasons, I think. So you're going to get a lot of shit. <laughs> I didn't think it was, uh, it was that deep or that long even. I, fe- I feel like, you know, some series, they're so legendary. That, and then you realise they actually weren't even that long. They were just so hard hitting that everybody remembers them. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like some, some episodes like do stick out. Like there's definitely like there was Hobie. Do you remember uh, Mitch's son? There was a new hobby that came in all of a sudden yeah. for no reason, no explanation whatsoever. Like Ben it's and a, EastEnders. Yeah, exactly. Or like Ross and Arun at the moment. They, they don't acknowledge COVID <laughs> for a second. Never. It's like no yeah. one's gonna. <laughs> so it's like it just doesn't happen in Clifton. It's like you know what I mean. Yeah. It's like it's, it's for that reason. You know what I mean. Our Baywatch always stands out for me. You mm, know what I mean. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, it is a good and one was, to remember. Is I'd love to go and rewatch it all again, and well, a have a laugh. And well, then... my brother, my brother did that through lockdown. Oh, uh, did with he? Parker no Danielle, and he's, he bought the box set, and I laugh at him initially, but then he comes back with me for all the same arguments that I'm saying now, and he goes, "Well, I wouldn't diss it too much." He kind of yeah. those moments of complete shit in it, but then those mm. little moments yeah. uh, where it stood out. Well, thanks very much for coming on, Fred. Yes, we Fred, really appreciate thank you. it. Thank you very much. It was much. nice reminiscing. Yeah, it was reminiscing on Baywatch, and I loved your song. <laughs> Cheers, Chen. Thanks so much, Fred. I loved, it. I loved the idea for the show. I'll see you soon, guys. Yeah, see you soon, Fred. Cheers. I have a tip for you. I have something to tell you. Right? What? During the week, what did I do? What? Started off my day with a sneaky McDonald's breakfast. Great. No, you didn't. Oh, I did, yeah. Went the on notions. To, no, went on to Just Eat. Because they have McDonald's now. Went on to Just Eat. Got me Mac breakfast sensational i don't know why i haven't been doing it before best way to start the day deliver to the door that's genius i know i know isn't it oh god you've just opened up a whole new world to me it, it, see that's it it doesn't have world. to be raw fay with getting the like food delivered in the evenings but you can, it can be at any time any meal it really can and then when you think about it especially like when you're scrolling through the old phone as we said last week the window shopping for the food so you can get so much so from traditional favorites like chinese pizza thai indian to vegan salads sushi sandwiches and desserts and more you can also get yourself a breakfast from mcdonald's if you're just feeling fancy one of the days just eat has it whatever you want and then you can get it delivered straight to your door i'm quite proud of myself on that one so you can keep that uh, yeah, thanks. I'm going to put that into the back pocket. So whether it's a spontaneous Mac delivery for breakfast like Emma or a delicious Thai for lunch or a vegan feast for dinner, download the Just Eat app and choose from hundreds of your favourite local takeaway restaurants delivered straight to your door. Did somebody say just eat? Now, this is one of our favourite parts of the podcast. We get to hear from you, the listeners, and basically trash it out and ask you some questions every week. Last week, we asked you what was your favourite TV show that you never tire of watching over and over again. Yeah, but this week we're taking things a bit more local as we want to hear what your favourite, most memorable Irish reality TV show is. Yeah, and once you start delving into it, and loads of people got in touch, with, which was great, you see just how many shows there are. But we've got four mm. that we're going to chat about in particular. Yeah. I'll just take okay. a deep breath before I say I know, this one. She, she can't even say it. I'll say it for you. California. California. I mean, okay, if you were to explain it to someone who's never seen it, because a few people ask me and they're like, is it like an Irish Jersey Shore? And I said, yeah, like that's that's pretty much 
what it is. There's just another element of it that you just can't explain to people. Every sentence is... Right. (laughs) Let me me stop you there. When When people ask me what California is... I say it doesn't represent me. (laughs) First and foremost, if you've ever watched it, you're not Irish and you don't really get it. It's that's not all Irish, not all us. I know. I think that's very important to highlight in it because it's just too cringe. But you see, then even like, okay, so the show itself, when you, you know, watched a few clips back and stuff just to jog my memory and... Yeah, I was like, yeah, no, this it's as cringy as I remember. <laughs> and then people were getting in touch with the gossip now after the fact, because it's eight years. Is right, it? Since, yeah, since it, I think, finished up. And OK, first of all, when I looked into it, I found out that like uh, th- we're all, we all have to take responsibility for this. OK, there was I mean, twen- you can hardly talk. There, there <laughs> was so 22 crazy. episodes. Jen. What? It wasn't just like, oh, they had six episodes and then we said, oh, like, come on, lads, we'll never speak of that again. 22 episodes. One girl got in touch and one of the fellas from California was actually uh, a, the stripper at her hen. Her sister booked yeah. him on the sly. Is this Mark? So, no, I don't even think it was Mark. I, is there one of them, Jay? Oh, yeah. Jay. Oh, yeah. So that was his profession at the time. Yeah. So I said, oh, my God. I mean, I find strippers at hens. Just, yeah. but just to take it to that next level, I think and we get need to California to, one. Yeah, I think we, I think we need to move on before I, I just I get, get sick. Off like, yeah. Okay, what's the next one there on the list? <laughs> Alright, so the next one is Fade Street, which was Ireland's answer to the Hills. Yes, and of course, it's where we were introduced to the lovely Vogue. The lovely Vogue, yeah. Vogue's sound, by the way. She Don't does seem Vogue sound. That. No, and in fairness, like, because I, I watched a few episodes, on, I would say about a year ago, just for the crack. And she, even in Fade Street, like, she came across all right, I thought. Mm. They did seem like, because I, I don't, th- I don't believe I watched Fade Street all the way through, but I did see no. a few clips and it was like the first one where it was very similar to The Hills and that they were going to work for this. Was it gone? Were they going to work for a magazine yeah they were going to wear and like obviously we all know all this stuff is set up but it's like they met at the interview do you remember that's that? what it was and Vogue had the white shorts I just remember the white shorts <laughs> at the interview yeah <laughs> yeah shorts. it was uh, it was grand but yeah look. It, I and another iconic because I think didn't Joanne McNally didn't she do like a, a voiceover on one of the players for Fade Street recently. Oh, yes, she did. Yeah, she did. And she's best friends with Vogue. So she was taking the mick out of it, basically, the whole thing. Because it was one of those iconic scenes where they, I think they were at Oxygen. And oh, don't ask wow. me, I do not know their names. Like some fella came up to just like to his girlfriend and be just like, you're, you're a bitch. And then he walked off or something. It was, it was just... Like, I don't know whether they were trying to act. It definitely wasn't natural. It was no. mortifying. Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> Speaking of mortifying, you're a star. Mm. Right. How do you feel I'm, about that one? I just remember the graphics on it. And weren't they just trying to emulate everything that England were doing at the time? Now, you're a star. Is that the one where they went uh, to the Eurovision? Yeah, I think so, yeah. And they had um, the brother and sister singing together. Mm. 
Donna mm. and Joseph, wasn't it? Mm. I always, <laughs> anytime, like, and when a brother and sister are a duo, there's something. Nah, nobody feels easy. <laughs> it's it's an uneasy situation when you have a brother and a sister as a duo. That's just an uneasy. It's unsettling. Nobody likes it. Stop doing it. It's yeah. it's not nice. It's not. No, I mean, ugh. but I have to admit something to you now, just so I can get this off my chest. I I don't know if it was your star, but it was one of them. I actually auditioned for one of these. Look at the face on you. Yes. So like 16, we like a few of us went from school and I don't know what I was thinking because I was like too shy. I didn't want to be on the camera. Whereas like if you're going to do one of those things, you have to be like, you know, when you're in the queue, you have to be like giving it loads and whatever. They'll be telling oh, you yeah, to like yeah. cheer. And, and I just like, oh, Scarlet, Scarlet. And uh, it's just mortifying. And I'm so glad that it never got on TV or whatever. Like, do you know what I sang? <laughs> sang. <laughs> The Rose. Uh, like no. from Seal. No, you, no, not that one. Not that <laughs> one. <laughs> Imagine. Baby. Jeez. No, not that one. Um, it's like a real song you learn in school. Some oh, say okay. love. Yeah. Oh, well, it was yeah. Just, it was totally, more, like, it was totally mortifying and I felt terrible. Like, I just, and, yeah, it just wasn't oh, good. So here. I've gotten that out there. No one can say it to me. It's It happened. It was a long time ago. Don't. It's, it's like I have this thing when you admit something about yourself when you're kind of in the public eye, which you would be because you've got a few followers on Instagram. Yes, and you admit something. It's like that bit in 8 Mile, you know, where Eminem is like, tell these motherfuckers something they don't know about me. <laughs> it's like, there you go. You have nothing over me now. <laughs> you, well, you have to get, in, you have to get in front of her. That's, that, that's the real, it. isn't it? But I just like, if you're in the queue and you're mortified about waving at the camera, it's probably not the best thing to be doing auditioning for your star. Like, yeah. You could potentially end up at the stage of the Eurovision. Like. That's it, because I did, I didn't play the game. I didn't have my sob story. I wasn't doing it for Nana. I mm. hadn't, hadn't been bullied or anything. I was just like, yeah, just thought be like bit of crack, like we all just came on the bus. So that's not really the story they're looking yeah. for. You know what I mean? You're not, so. you're not selling yourself enough. You're just in the wrong place at the wrong time. A couple of years on you, you probably would have done better. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, okay, we have to just move on now. Uh, yeah. yeah. But people gave us loads of great answers. Like there was Ireland's fittest family, passion, fashion on TG Card. There oh, was loads. Yeah. Yes, yeah, loads of brilliant was, shows. I like the the ones these days, like the goggle boxes and the ones that, that are basically straight taken from UK TV and done right. I like those. Like yeah, the forced dates and the the goggle box. I think they're doing better now, but yeah, now back in the day, it's it's nice to look back and laugh at and move on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. For next week, we want to know what TV show had the worst ending of all time. So keep an eye out on the Telebox social channels and get involved. And also be in with a chance to win many 50 euro Just Eat vouchers we will have to give away. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's only five eggs per bloke per day. I don't want to talk to you. Then shut them up! Calm down, right? You're 19. Shut your face, right? Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big. 